Bienvenidos and welcome to the Get Naked Show with Dr. Aura. It is my pleasure to come to you in this format and share the myriad of interviews that I have done with extra successful entrepreneurs, doctors, and lay people ready to share the best naked tips you can apply in your life and start shining from within now. So enjoy! Hello! Hi everyone! I am here live, another Naked TikTok with the awesome Dr. Daniel Knowles. And I'm hoping I'm saying his name correctly. If not, please correct me as I go. Um, I, you know, I, you said it correctly. I always say it's Knowles like Beyonce. It's easy. <laughs> Nearly just as famous as Beyonce. Almost there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yes. Uh, he is a big deal in chiropractic for those who don't know him. And I'm going to let him introduce himself because we're going to have another naked TikTok and we'll let it flow how it goes. And if you have any questions that you would like me to ask him, please post them right below because I think I am able to read the comments as we go. I'm still testing this program out, uh, but I'm very excited that you're here. So if you're here and you can hear us well, please thumbs up, put likes, hearts, Give us the encouragement to keep going considering I got the wrong time. But yes, we are here and I'm grateful to have them. So please, would you introduce yourself? Tell us where you practice, a little bit about your story for those who are not blessed to know you like I am. So, Dr. Absolutely. And absolutely. And first of all, I do want to say that I love that it's naked TikTok um, <laughs> because uh, as my friend Michael Viscarelli, and someone tag him in the comments so they know I mentioned him, so uh, he's aware of that because everybody thinks that like I talk bad about him and I don't. He's my good friend. We just we just you know do that guy thing or we knock each other. But he always says the term um, that tick is best served naked, meaning that it's raw and that it's pure and that it's not dressed up with anything else. And I love that you call it that. You know, and so as far as introducing myself, uh, Daniel Knowles, and I want to be this raw, real, share, authentic. Uh, again, I like saying that chiropractic is best served authentically. So um, in that, you know, I'm, I'm a second generation chiropractor. I got thrown into the chiropractic world when my mom decided to become a chiropractor when I was a teen. Um, my health was bad as a kid, and it turned around with chiropractic care. Um as a teen and that uh, inspired her to go to chiropractic school. So then from the time I was in high school, um, chiropractic was in my life. And then she married a chiropractor and you, you know, she married a very well-known chiropractor, Donnie Epstein. She didn't just pick, you know, any chiropractor. <laughs> she married, you know, Donnie at, 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 right when she had graduated from chiropractic school um, about then. And I was now an undergrad. Um, and the last thing I ever wanted to do was to be the same thing as my parents, right? So especially as a teen, that's kind of typical. Like I didn't want to be a chiropractor. Whatever they did, I wanted to do the opposite. But I, you know, my weekends were now all of a sudden at chiropractic seminars. And when I listened to programs and listened for, you know, my thinking was molded. And it was like, this is how I think and how I feel. 
um, and my belief system. And by the end of undergrad, I was going to chiropractic school, which was what I thought was the last thing I was going to do. Um, however, uh, you know, a lot of people who know me know that I had quite the year, and we're probably going to talk about that a little bit. I had a, a heart transformation year, I'm calling it, nothing that I anticipated. Um, and now looking back on it, I, I, I know for sure uh, in my heart of hearts that my life was really saved by getting chiropractic way back then, that I had health challenges for a reason that we didn't know. Um, and so I feel like I, I wouldn't have survived as well through all of this if it wasn't the chiropractic side. This, you know, I have been a, a new warrior appreciation value sense for chiropractic that is up at a, a new level. Wow. Uh, I love that. And when you were talking about being uh, young and going to the chiropractic seminars, just brought to mind, obviously, was that one of the reasons that you created Mile High, just to create an environment where we can stay connected and uh, and reach a chiropractic word and get the word out to those people that don't even know they want it? <laughs> yeah. And, and let me share why I did Mile High. And, and I want to say hi to Kelly Judge. I heard her speak yeah. at the Berkshires. Um, last year, and she was, if not my favorite, one of my favorite speakers at the Berkshires, and everybody should be going to the Berkshires event, Scott Garber's event, someone tag Scott Garber so you know that I mentioned him, um, that's coming up in in March, um, and also Dan By, Dan, you know, one Dan to another, you also always look marvelous, so I'm glad that you're here too, Dan By. Um, you know, what happened was, I was in my chiropractic bubble, really outside of the profession other than uh, my technique world, right? Which was network and going to those programs. And I had a calling, um, I now realize, which was I got a phone call <laughs> to, to serve Sherman College on the Sherman College Board of Trustees. And that was out of the blue. We were at a high, really high volume practice. And our whole focus was our kids, our family, and our practice, and nothing in the chiropractic world whatsoever other than our technique. And we did a little bit of teaching for that, a minor amount. And this was seven years ago. And then what happened was they got this phone call asking me to serve um, Sherman College um, on their board of trustees. And I was like, wow, that's kind of odd to get this out of the blue. And why would someone think of me for that? And I kind of, you know, belabored it. But then I went to the first Sherman board meeting and it was at Sherman Lyceum. Um, and then that brought me back into political involvement with chiropractic which I had been in the past, but this was, I had kind of stayed out of that for a while. And when I showed up at Sherman Lyceum and then went to lots of programs for Sherman College, um, I remembered how much I loved those programs and that's how I got exposed to chiropractic. And also I had seen the state the Sherman College was in at the time and it kind of really like awakened a giant and like it woke me up like, holy crap, our profession is not where it needs to be. And I was kind of oblivious to all that. So um, it really stirred in me. And after a few years, I went to Sherman Lyceum a couple of years and New Beginnings. I remembered how much I liked those experience and how much they molded me and how much Colorado and this region lack that. And it just, I kept keeping me up at night that I had to do this. Um, so I just decided to give it a shot and see what would happen. So, and, and the rest is history, so to speak. Well, that's 
That's awesome. And I'm, I'm glad you mentioned Katie because I, I love and appreciate her. She's been a care missionary for years and, and I also interviewed her and she's just one of my soul sisters. So I love her and the whole family, her brother, her mother, everybody. They are just terrific speakers. So if you need speakers, they're so passionate, come from a great place. And hi to everybody. And yes, you also look good too. Yes. <laughs> I, definitely, I definitely agree. And thank you for sharing about Mile High because some people, you know, they know about the program. They just don't know how it got started. And it always is with something, something passionate or something hard or something amazing. Always those pivots just drive us to do great things that others are going to be benefited from. And and you mentioned Sherman, obviously, and Lyceum. I, I, I love that. Okay. So now to get to what I really wanted, I think the reason I reached out to you to get Nikki TikTok was because you have taught us so much with your journey this year. And for that, I am very grateful. And I'm sure there's plenty of people listening to this that feel the same way as I do. Because I only ask about what pe what I'm thinking, what I would like to know. And also, I know if I want to know, other people want to know as well. So in this journey that you have had, this was such a, uh, it could be to anybody watching, that was just uh, very scary, very traumatic, very, you know, it was humbling. It was so many things. But not only do you look great, you have taught us so much in the last six months. That is, uh, it's just, can we just really get naked and, and talk about what this whole experience has, has taught you and what it has changed in the life of you and your beautiful family? Um, yeah. And, you know, the, it's really interesting because it's it's a whole different world. And even just you saying that, that how much I've taught you or taught people, um, everywhere I'm going, people are looking at me different, seeing me different, talking to me different, um, saying I get messages and cards and saying um, that I'm inspiring them. Um, people coming up to me crying that I'm inspiring them. This is a box of all the cards and gifts that I received. Um, it, it was an overwhelming experience. And I think I'm just being, I'm just barely um, dealing with it, taking it all in and all the emotion of it. Um, and it's interesting to hear inspiring um, because, you know, or, or people have said, oh, you just so authentically and open shared what happened. Um, and I'll mention, I'll talk about it here. However, to me, I just was, Rochelle and I just, chiropractic is not just the adjustment, it's principles and life principles and values that we embrace and how we choose to live. So I was just living the principles that I embody, you know, um, through this. And I, I wasn't trying to, it was just, this is how we live. I'm not going to go through this um, defeated. I'm not going to go through this and face it like I'm powerless. I'm not going to be a victim. I'm not going to, you know, give my power away to allopathic mindset. Hey, Andy Hawkins joined us. Shout out, Andy Hawkins. Congratulations on graduation. If you're still with us, put on the date for Mile High because people need to know that. Put that in the comments. So, um, and Andy Hawkins has helped us. He's flown out and helped us for so many events and spoke at Mile High. He won our contest uh, last year. And, and this happened two months or six weeks or eight weeks before Mile High. And we thought, 
what are we going to do? We're going to have to cancel everything. Like, how are we going to handle this? So basically, what happened was this. I practiced on a Tuesday. Um, Wednesday was going to be, um, no, Thursday. I practiced on a uh, Tuesday. Oh, yeah, Thursday was going to be um, uh, 4th of July. And we we're going to go to a fireworks game. Um, and Wednesday was the day I practiced. I did my full office that morning. I had woken up. I always exercise first thing in the morning pretty intensely. Um, I had done a total of 100 push-ups and 100 pull-ups that day in, in between sprint runs um, in intervals. Um, I practiced for the day. I usually did my usual workload. Um, I felt uh, I, 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 I went home and I had dinner um, and I felt nauseous. I had felt a little bit queasy and nauseous during the day, but mildly, nothing like to be alarmed about. I said, well, I'm probably just hungry and I'll eat dinner and then I'll feel better. Um, and after I ate dinner, I was puking um, profusely, writhing on the floor. I was in the most excruciating pain I had ever experienced. Um, and it was gone for, gone on for a few hours. And of course, being a guy, I just said, I'm okay. I'll get over this. And um, a couple hours of that, and my wife telling me we have to go to the ER. And I'm like, no, we're not going to the ER. Um, you know, but eventually I was just like, okay. I, what I said to her was, I remember that this thing flashed from our chiropractic education um, that heart attacks, and I didn't have a heart attack, but that heart attacks can mask as abdominal pain, right? Um, can feel like that. And as soon as I said that, she was like, all right, we're going to the ER. <laughs> you know, um, But I didn't have a heart attack. They bring me in. They're doing examinations for abdominal things. Um, and I hadn't had any symptoms that I associated with heart other than, well, I'll mention them, but in hindsight what they were. But, like, we went to the ER, and um, they're doing abdominal exams. And this ER doc, she did something phenomenal. Um, she really was using clinical intuition and I'm getting chills thinking about it. She just, you know, part of the ER, you listen to the person's heart if they're in the ER. So she listened to the heart and said, you have a murmur. And I said, well, okay. She said, no one ever told you you have a murmur. You have like a loud murmur. I said, no, no one's ever told me I have a murmur. Can I, can I go home? You know, like, and then, and then she was, um, looking ultrasound of my abdomen um, to see if there's anything abdominal because that was where the pain and the distress was and the problems were. And she said, let me just do one more thing because they were finding nothing. And she just decided to do the ultrasound on my heart. Like, let me just test this. Like they were going to dismiss me. And she did the ultrasound on my heart and said, your heart is enlarged. And I literally, like, I didn't, I don't go, I won't go into medical fear, you know, um, I just was like, I'm okay, I'm healthy, chiropractic, um, I take care of myself. Um, and I said, well, everybody tells me I have a big heart. Like, what's the big deal? Can I go home? Like, that was my response, you know? Um, so, when I, when I went home, I mean, I didn't go home. When she, after that, she said, you have an enlarged heart and you have a murmur. We're going to do an EKG. And at this point, 
I was like, I don't want to be here. They're digging, you know, like there's nothing with my heart. I have abdominal pain. It's probably just something weird that I, and, and why are they looking at my heart and doing EKG? And I have a, a certain lack of trust in, in medical profession. So, um, so they did the EKG and they came back and said, I was in stage four heart failure based on the EKG. And I thought, you're crazy. I'm going home. They're like, no, we really advise you to be admitted and stay here overnight until the cardiologist can be here in the morning so you can be observed. And I said, I literally was like, no, tomorrow's the 4th of July. I'm not spending it in the ER. I have tickets to the fireworks game with my kids. This is not happening. I can be here Friday and see the cardiologist. You know, like, yeah, right. I mean, heart failure, you know. Um, and so, it, by my, of course, my wife said otherwise, and you know who wins that argument. So, so she made me stay. And when they did cardiology, came in in the morning, and they did an echo, so it's a more advanced visualization. And I was in disbelief and wanted to leave. And you know, up until this point, as soon as they showed me the video of this is the blood coming in and the blood going out and then the blood's coming back in, like it was regurgitating into my heart. I was like, oh, as soon as I saw it visually, I was like, oh, okay, that's not good. You know, <laughs> um, and and then I realized I had to, you know, I was like, okay, what's, what do we do? You know, and they said, you were born with an abnormal valve. So I, my, I actually had a healthy heart. They said, your heart's stronger than the average person for sure. Um, and you're a healthy person. You have, through this, you have normal blood pressure and normal pulse, even though your heart's in failure. And even though it's been with a bicuspid valve instead of a tricuspid valve, and even though um, you have a heart infection. So I had a heart infection heart failure and an abnormal valve that was breaking off and parts of it were breaking off and floating around my body. And that's why I had the stomach pain. A part of my valve floated down into my stomach, into my hepatic arch instead of going up. And they said, you've had three of these things. I did a CAT scan. One had floated down into my abdomen, one into my lung, and one had embedded in my leg. And they said, that's wild you had three of these things that have at least at least three he said usually when parts break off from your heart um they go up to your brain and wow. you get a stroke and you've had three of them lodge in other areas you need to have this replaced now and i was like well of course and he said i just don't understand why they went down instead of up and i said well of course they went down everything i do is above down inside out like so it went down you know <laughs> so um like so, so it, it was just what I said. Um, so, but then it was like, now surgery, replace the valve, and six weeks of antibiotics to kill the infection, IV antibiotics. Um, and we have a big seminar of 450 people coming in eight weeks, right? So, um, and a practice that we run and, you know, kids. And so my wife, my wife was, I mean, uh, God's, uh, I mean, obviously God's not married, but like she um, had to become nurse. 
lead chiropractor family, and she's the real hero of this, not me. Like she had to take care of all of us um, through all of that, and then work you know full days in her office. And um, friends, I mean, the friends that step up and send things and for food, um, like it was, um, it was a, certainly a life transforming experience. Um, and so it was just nothing I would have ever anticipated. But I remember being in the hospital and they're like, your heart's so healthy. And my wife said to me, you know, for the last 20 years, you've gotten up six times a week at four or 5 a.m. and worked out, you know, since I've known you, right? That's what you do. And she said, all that working out just paid off, right? Yep. So, um, and, and all the chiropractic care just paid off. And so the thing that was like a big chiropractic lesson takeaway, like I've said to audience in, in chiropractic lay lectures for years, what you don't see and you don't feel can hurt you meaning like subluxations in your spine. You don't see them and you don't feel them and they can be hurting you, not physically, but hurting your life, right? And, and they could be hurting you physically, right? So like, I was like, holy crap, this thing that is like, I just had that experience of um, like something I didn't see and didn't feel that I've had since I was born, it's been there, um, of obstructing something. My blood flow is limiting me my whole life and I look at research of like other people that had the same kind of thing and their level of health throughout their life was so diminished. A lot of them had this surgery in their 20s or their 30s. I'm 48, I was 47 when I had this, right? So um, when, this, when this all went down, just, just before my birthday, right? So like this, like I was like, wow, all the things I've done gave me, let, helped me survive this and thrive for years beyond what is common, right? Because we know the heart's you know, impacted by your nervous system. We know that with heart rate variability, we know it with health. And like, I was like, wow, there's another lesson. It's not just what we always think, we often think of the negative, what you don't see and don't feel can hurt you. But there's another thing, what you don't see and don't feel can be helping you. Like, all right, so my wife's saying that like exercising six days a week, like I don't necessarily see that I have, and I see Liam Shubal just um, joined us, and I want to absolutely mention him because there would not be a mile high without Liam Shubal. I'll mention that, and he does have a Smash Hood book coming out, so that's very important to mention. Okay, um, and I'm, it hasn't even released. I'm saying it's a Smash Hit because we know it will be. Um, so here, here's here's what happened. Um, I like. I don't necessarily have like abs of steel, right? But I exercise six days a week. I don't necessarily, I'm not necessarily fit the way I would like to be. And I'm not going to be on a magazine cover anytime soon. Okay. <laughs> right. In terms of like that outcome that you're seeing from exercise, but there's other outcomes that you don't see and you don't necessarily feel that are helping you. And people dismiss that and they do it with chiropractic care. I don't feel anything. I don't know if I should continue. I don't know. Like, what you don't see and don't feel can be helping you. Chiropractic is helping you whether you see it or feel it, whether you see changes on an x-ray or a test. You know, we want to see changes in those areas, but they're still helping you. And we want to feel changes, right? But even if you don't, it's still helping you, right? And so the same thing, like just because you're on the treadmill and you don't necessarily look like, hey, I, I got this experience, like all of a sudden I look like Schwarzenegger, it doesn't mean it's not helping you. Right, the payoff lets us not see the payoff later. Let's not find out what we prevented. 
right? Or what we delayed. But like now I have like a visible, visceral, visceral experience of my life with that. This is a completely different, um, different, uh, you know, story of my life that I didn't even know was going to be the story of my life. Does that, does that make sense? Oh, yeah. For yeah. sure. For sure. I mean, there's so many aha moments in between. I just didn't want to interrupt you because you, it's just such a passionate story and I love I love hearing about it. I, I didn't, I had never heard the details of it. And now I'm like, wow. Cause I remember seeing you in June at Karasushi. And then this happening just a couple of weeks later or a week. Like, yeah, a week later. It was a week exactly. after Karasushi. So I was like, uh, I saw that guy. That guy looks perfect. You know, there's right. no way uh, because we go by that perception, but it's definitely the daily habits that have gotten you where you are. Obviously, chiropractic is a huge part of your life and your innate intelligence is running strong. And that's why those things went down instead of up. And that's why you <laughs> have been able to, 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 you know, to heal and to go through this recuperative process the way you have and turn, just keep going. And you look just much better even than in June. <laughs> I say that and I know I saw you uh, recently in New Jersey for the Warner Warner's uh, seminar, and you look great. Um, so not only you look, you keep doing your same things, and I love your post about the exercises. I was able to do so many things. I love those. I mean, I, I don't know. I know this is silly. It's silly, but I'm telling you that I just loved it. I'm like cheering from you. I'm like, go one more push up. You know, um, I'm not doing it myself, but I'm sharing from you. <laughs> maybe I'm trying to project, maybe he doesn't. I just really didn't focus the intention to be on my body. But no, you have to take the action steps necessary. Uh, and those are daily action steps. And even if you don't see the results now, you keep going just with everything. I teach you get naked. Just keep going. Keep going every single day and just bounce back from whatever you believe is failure. Because it's not. It's a lesson. And, and there's nothing really bad in life. It's just an opportunity to see things from a different perspective, which I feel is what you were able to see. And yes, you're above, down, inside out. It's very strong. <laughs> well, Force is strong. Yeah, and, and I'll say one more thing, um, which is, uh, you know, after this happened, like we were supposed to be on a flight and and you mentioned Kaira Sushi, by the way. Someone tagged Tristan because I want to make sure people know that in Sean Dill that I told people to go to Kaira Sushi. Okay. So you want to go to Kaira Sushi summer camp. It's in Miami in June. Okay. So so be there, right? So um that's the place to be in June. Um so what happened? I was at sushi summer camp um when this just before this all happened, and you know. When, when I was supposed to be going to Australia, we had planned a three-week trip. We were going to be out of our office um, like four or five days after the surgery. Um, that was the plan, and those were booked. We had to cancel the trip clearly. Um, but like, if this hadn't happened at that timing, this story may have been very different because a person in heart failure probably shouldn't be on, in, in the heart infection on a flight to Australia. It's likely that that... If that piece hadn't broken off at that time, I would not be here. It might have been dying on a plane with my family, which would have been not how I would choose for, to go, right? Um, or this might, or may have, the emergency might have happened 
um, in Australia, which would have been a whole different experience of being in their medical system and being away from family, you know, if something like that, right? So, um, but here's the thing, when we got, I, I want to thank the amount, like people said I inspired them, like the love, the cards, the gifts, um, the emails, the Facebook comments and messages, and we've just, um, like the house was full of balloons and cards and food every night. Like it was amazing um, for for the stuff that people that people sent. And 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 by the way, that doesn't mean if you didn't said something, I'm keeping a list. Um, <laughs> I know who sent stuff and who didn't. No. Um, but all that stuff, like. It was amazing, and I was journaling a lot as uh, during that time, which you know, and, and making sure I still got up when I got home. I said, "I'm exercising six days a week. I'm not not exercising, even if I can only walk outside for five minutes." I said, "I'm right off the bat. I'm going." And Rochelle strapped on the oxygen tank to walk next to me so I could walk. I was like, you know, I'm 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 doing me. I'm getting up. I'm going to do my meditation prayer visualization, I'm going to journal, and I'm going to do what I do um, the same, right? So um, when I got to the end of the month, the journaling, I was using this book, and it had a question. And this was um, the important thing, right? So it had a question that stopped me in its tracks. And it actually took me like an hour to answer um, because I had a question in this journal of how would you rate your month? Because it was the last day of the month. It was July. You know, so it was one to 10 scale. How would you rate your month? Okay. So, and I sat there like, well, how am I going to rate July? You know, <laughs> like this kind of sucked. Um, I had to have heart surgery. I didn't go to Australia with my family for this mega vacation. Um, you know, uh, I never thought I'd have surgery. I'm on IV antibiotics. I can't sleep at night. I can't breathe on my own without an oxygen tank. Like, this is the last thing I thought would happen to me, someone who takes care of themselves um, and, and it, at, at the age of 47. Um, and it pretty much um, was awful. And I sat there and I thought of all the love that all you guys sent, all the cards, all the photos, all the posts, all the well wishes, um, and all the gratitude that I was like living in and experiencing. And the fact that I was alive as compared to the alternative, because that isn't so attractive at this point, right? Um, and I said, wow, this was actually the best month of my life. And I marked it as a 10 plus in that book, you know, because I wouldn't trade it, you know, what would the alternative be? And I gained so much. And that's what the thing, um, hey, Barry Hobbs, join us. You know, that's the thing is so often we push away the experiences that are testing us. And, you know, uh, people say your test will be your testimonial. That's an old adage. But, like, it really was. Like, the, the amount of gratitude for this experience and insights that it gave me and just, you know, giving me actually life, right? So that's something to be, you know, superbly grateful. It's not something to be uh, a victim of, right? And so, you know, and that's – like just how we live if we have a chiropractic mindset, if we have chiropractic goggles on, as I said, you know, if you have, if you see the world through chiropractic goggles, that's how you would see this, right? Um, you'd see that there's a, an organization that's 
that's happening to within you and within your life. And there's a reason this plays out this way. And then, you know, talk about Donnie Epstein. I teach network, right? Donnie Epstein's my dad. He's taking care of me daily, my or him or my wife. Um, and then uh, he's taking care of me. He's why uh, part, you know, huge that I survived this because of all the care that he's given me throughout my life, those adjustments adding up in terms of value. Um, I probably wouldn't have survived this if it wasn't for the care from him through this time, or it would have been a different emergency back because my, you know, innate wouldn't have been as responsive, right? Um, through subluxated spine. So, but then he was having health chart challenges and I was in, I, I, I saw he had, had a history of heart challenges. He had blood pressure concerns. And I made the call to the cardiology department and said, you know, you need, I made an appointment for him. Right. And I said, you have to go and get this checked out. It's not responsible. Find out why this is going on. And, you know, they found out the, that he had, he needed, he, they grounded him. No more flights. I'll just say that he couldn't fly anywhere. So like, um, you know, in a, also that this kept me alive, you know, he chiropractic care kept me alive enough to take care of him when he would have been made. He said he didn't think he would have lived through this year if he hadn't gone that, that there, that that's all intertwined together, right? That you can see that the universe is sometimes often working for you. We don't necessarily pay attention to that, that things are transpiring and rolling out for you. Right. And either you can look at those signs and ignore them. Right. Or you can realize that that's all, that's all happening. And the way those that's intertwined, uh, it's all divinely perfect. I, I, I love that. Yes, the universe is always conspiring to uh, make our vision come true and to make the biggest impact. Sometimes we don't want to listen to it because it's, it's <laughs> but hey, it is there. I know I had so many questions to ask you. We are not going to get to them, but I'm just going to throw some out there so you Go can answer whichever you want. How about that? I know I interview a lot of chiropractors and I've been doing mission trips for 10 years and so on. And I feel like, uh, in my opinion, that there needs to be even more unity in chiropractic and chiropractic is so simple and so beautiful. That could be like streamlining like one sentence, one message, ADIO for, for that matter, right? If we were to choose one. And I feel like um, I wish more chiropractors had your certainty because, because of your certainty, uh, you've been able to go through this journey even better right? Uh, yeah. Because of what you know, what you live and what you breathe and what you believe. And mm -hmm. I always ask the chiropractors I interview, what do you think is going to help to increase certainty in chiropractic? And where do you see chiropractic going in 10 years? So that is uh, my one question. And I also want to ask you just so you can put it out there. If there's any regrets that you have in life and any any lasting life lessons or, or things that you want to leave us with, like a book we most read besides Liam Schubels and thank you for watching. Uh, we love, <laughs> I can't wait to interview you so you can promote that awesome book for all of us. Uh, but yes, uh, so certainty in chiropractic, the vision for chiropractic 10 years from now, what is it that we can all chiropractors, chiropractic students do in order to get more on the same page and push forward and yes if you want to talk about any regrets or any other life lessons you want to give us all right so the first thing i'm going to say is the most important book for you to read is liam schubel's all right yeah. so i'll say that first is his first book and his second book most important book for you to read this year you can quote me on that okay <laughs> secondly 
um, you know, where I see chiropractic going. And, and unity is important. Here's what I say. And, and there are going to be people that are going to quote me on this and say, don't like what I say. But you know what? When you almost die, you care less, right? You care less what people think. And I'm living hugely in that at this moment. Um, I really get disturbed by chiropractors throwing rocks at each other's. Okay. And I, I'm guilty of having done that, being the Sherman straight chiropractic. You know, if you don't, if you mix, you're the devil, right? You know, if you like, I've had that upbringing, right? Like if you, if you um, do ultrasound or something, you're, you're evil. Like, you know, that we have that. And, and, and here's the thing. Um, I, I'd like to see chiropractors love each other more, mentor each other more, help each other more and judge each other less. Okay. And sometimes we really throw rocks at each other for minuscule things. And the more clear we often are in the philosophy, the more we see the minuscule and they are important. Just because they're a small difference doesn't mean they're not important, but the minuscule differences and we have a lot of judgment and anger um, or, or, or we'll shun people. And, and that's it really disturbs me. Um, and and I, I'm guilty of it. I'm as guilty of it as the next person, right? I'm trying to recover from it. But here's what I take away from it that we need to do. And, and that was a big part of Mile High. I wanted um, all of the chiropractors that have are subluxation conscious. They are subluxation conscious whether they mark it one way or another. They're in one uh, technique group, upper cervical, full spine, network, TRT, whatever, that they all felt welcome, right? That they're, they're subluxation conscious, that subluxation and adjustment is the centerpiece of our profession, I want all those people to be together, right? They are going to have differences. Maybe the way you market your office, I think, is bad for the profession, and the way you market is this, and you're in that management group, and we don't like them. Like that kind of stuff, those differences, we can't hate on each other for that. We may be attracted to a tribe and things, but when we hate each on each other, like, oh, you do CBP and you do TRT, you know, and I do network and you both suck because you don't do network. Like, that's ridiculous. We, we can't do that. So what I say is for unity is that we have to look at which direction the person's facing. Like, to me, if you're facing like over this way is like I'm facing a subluxations, adjustment, that that's the focus of my office, then you're on the same path as me. If you're facing this other way as a chiropractor, that subluxations don't exist adjustments aren't what we do we're, we were joint like that i'm sorry that we're not going to unify but all those other people that at least you're facing this way you may be on a different um place along that path you may have a different set of beliefs you may not be as far along on that path as me but at least you're facing that way i love you right and i want you to you know we want to love each other and care about each other and um, be a team together, right? That's just as long we're focused on that. I don't, you know, if you were like in Sean Dill's Black Diamond Club, but you're not in my group, right? You know, I'm not going to hate on you because of that. So, by the way, people should be in my inner circle. I'll say that. You should be in that instead of the Black Diamond Club. But if you are in a Black Diamond Club, okay, and, and you should be in Shubal Vision Elite too, and, you know, um, and you should be in Cairo Sushi. But the most important one is the inner circle. Be in the lifetime wellness inner circle. 
But like if you're in those other three groups, but not in the inner circle, I'm not going to hate on you, right? I'm not going to say, oh, they suck because they're in that group. And we've done that as chiropractors. That's bad. That's not what we want to do. We, If you're subluxation conscious, whatever group you're in, love you, be at mile high. We're on this vision together. We're a tribe, right? And you might have your subsets, but we, we have to work together, right? And, and that's and love each other rather than throw rocks because you're in this Facebook group and not in this one. It's it's absurd. And if we can't do that, you know, the worst chiropractic could be in 10 years, it's not going to be anywhere. It's going to be dead if we can't, like, do that, right? A basic thing, right? So, like, chiropractic is supposed to be about healing. It's supposed to be about connection. And if we can't heal those rifts, like, what, what are we doing, right? And by the way, don't be in Black Diamond Club. Don't be in... Uh, sushi, don't be in super vision, be in my thing. Um, but, <laughs> okay. <laughs> but, but uh, they all know I'm joking. They all know I'm joking. But, 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 um, and I love them all. They're my good friends. But you get the idea. Um, and then um, in terms of regrets, okay, the mandala, I'm the mandala tick. So, <laughs> yes, Liam, that's true. I've been said free. I'm free as la free at last. Free at last. So, so, so. But here's the thing. Um, you asked about regrets. <laughs> the it's realizing this, and actually, I learned this from Liam a long time ago. He said this at the first mile high when he spoke, and um, I need to take it more to heart. And this has had me take it more to heart, which was he was spoke and he said. You don't know which day is going to be your last. You don't know if tomorrow is going to be your last day. Like none of us really know that, right? And um, we, we really don't know which moment is going to be it. And there's so many moments where we live angry or we're holding grudges. We are separating from people. We're not being our best versions of ourselves. Like if you're choosing to live in those moments for the majority, making your if you're choosing to make your moments like that the majority of your time, that's the biggest thing to regret. You know, you don't know that you're not going to be here manana. So whatever day you're doing today, you're trading a day of your life that could be your last day for that. I, I've seen way too many things, and now I, now I've experienced that. You can't have regret. You so many chiropractors play small in their offices and how they contribute out of fear, and they're not impacting the world better, or they're not enjoying their life, or they're not getting the abundance that they should have as as a chiropractor. Uh, or, you know, they're not living a life worthy of the calling they have as a chiropractor, and that is that that's a shame, right? So we can't regret. You know, the, the the that's like the biggest thing that I learned out of this is the value and precious moments. And um, Paolo Coelho, you mentioned book. If there's a book that I would recommend other than Liam Schubel's, all right, if there's a book that I recommend other than his, and by the way, with the, how big his books are, it's not going to be long so you can't get them on this interview series. So really you need to get them on um, because soon you're not even going to be able to book them, right? Um, <laughs> exactly. and he's not, not going to remember the small people. Like he won't, you know, I, I may not be able to get them to mile high. So because um, the little people, but but what ha my, my favorite author is Paolo Coelho. I don't know if you know Paolo Coelho. Yes, I do. Favorite author. Um, and I was reading, you know, The Alchemist, The Alchemist. And his other books are much better than The Alchemist. Yes. Okay. 
Um, and one of the themes that he has central is hold your mortality close. Hold your mortality close to you. That theme runs through his, his book that you will live life more intensely. Intensely doesn't necessarily mean dangerously, but you will live life more intensely in terms of your work, your outcomes, your um, uh, romance, your fun, your taking risks. And I don't mean risk like jumping out of plane, but maybe that is your thing. It's not really mine. But like, you know, you're going to live life more intensely if you hold your mortality close to you, okay, that you have close to you that, hey, today could be my last day. What am I going to do with it, right? Am I going to sit here and mourn about, you know, or not mourn, but like be sorry for myself because my practice sucks? Or am I going to do something about it, right? You know, am I going to choose not to have – a glass of wine that I want to have, um, and I'm not trying to, you know, go alcoholism, but I'm just saying, like, you know, because I, because I, I, you know, like have the glass of wine, right, or or get the more expensive wine rather than the cheapo glass, like live life more intensely, um, responsibly, but live life more intensely. Don't get the cheapo Hershey's chocolate. Buy the freaking good chocolate. You know, that's nine. You know, that's eighty or ninety percent. Right. Live your life more intensely. You know, don't not go to mile high because it's going to cost you freaking money. And like you're going to just stay home and try to get the streaming or something like that and then have FOMO over it. Like live your life and have connections with people and and, 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 and do that um, and with your family. And don't be that, that's the area. That, that is the most, the biggest lesson from all of this. And so for people to do that, you have to hold your mortality close. So like if there's a message relative to thinking of New Year, Christmas, New Year, new birth, right? Um, and rebirth, that's what we think of. Like hold your mortality close to you and then what you are gonna make in 2019 may be different. That is that is so, so true. And when you were talking, I love, um, I love the alchemist and I've read a few of his books. They are just so great. And, and yes, that's why it's called the present because it is a gift we've been given and we get to cherish it every day. And the reason I do this interview is just to, uh, keep giving gifts to the world so we can stay more in the present so we can learn, so we can unify each other, so we can push forward to live our best life, our passionate life and, and bless others. I read something today that we human beings are more into human doings. So we get yeah. so busy in the doing and we forget the being. We forget to really be centered, to even figure out what we want and then move forward and the action steps to do it. And yes, if you want to be an amazing chiropractor, please go to all the seminars that were mentioned here. We need that community going to the seminars, listening to each other, feeding from each other so we can go out in the world without fear and just tumble all the walls that are put in our way so we can make a bigger impact, not only for our for the world, our communities, for our families, and for yourself. Because if you do not love this first, you have nothing to give to the rest. Uh, this has been a pleasure. I am so grateful I got to interview. Really, thank you so much for uh, for accepting. And, and yes, we're gonna put the links to the seminars right below because and the inner circle. Why not? And so everybody can can like and we'll tag him we'll share it please share with your friends this was an amazing uh naked TikTok with dr Knowles, and, and and his story is something to be shared and to be uh to be given to others because so many we can all learn from it and, and be blessed by this message anything else you want to say before we go 
you know, the only thing I have to say is, is um, I've got to make sure I mention the people I'm supposed to mention, right? So I mentioned Shondell, right, and the Black Diamond Club. I mentioned Liam Schubel in his book. I mentioned Tristan and um, Cairo Sushi Summer Camp. The most important thing is to mention Scott Carver and the Berkshires experience. So I want to make sure all those things are mentioned. But I didn't mention, and I mentioned my wife, right? And so yeah, I mentioned awesome. how amazing she was and how awesome she was. Um, and I mentioned that people should join the Lifetime Wellness Inner Circle. Uh, that's the most important thing, lwpinnercircle.com. But I didn't mention um, Jack Borla. I forgot to mention him. So that's important because he, he's vital to the future and the transformation of the planet. And I didn't mention um, – uh, who else did I not mention? I, I, I mentioned Lacey. Oh, Sean, I got to mention Lacey book, right? So um, Sean, I talked to you about you a lot. Um, not as much as Liam and Lacey book, you know, Lacey book is awesome. So I got to mention her and, um, who else do I have to give my thanks? I have to give thanks to the Academy. Are they going to cut me off here? Right. So, um, I, I have to, <laughs> um, I have to, I mentioned Andy Hawkins. Joel Kinch, I have to mention because he keeps Mile High going, and I have to mention Dan Limberger and Simon Dove because those are our MCs. Um, those are all really important people. Frank Hahn of Frank, you know, IFCO TV is super important, um, and the whole Sherman College board because Sherman College is the place to be as today's fountainhead. Um, all the network teaching staff. Can I thank my mom? Can, do I need to do that? Um, and do I need to thank? Anybody else? I mean, because it's an honor being on Naked TV, um, so I, I I have to make sure I celebrate that. So, <laughs> oh, this, was, this was too much. And we're gonna go ahead and thank God for this day. Oh yes, God, God. God. we have to thank God. Thank you. <laughs> we forgot God, and thank you for letting us do what we do, and for getting through this medium and social media, and getting to your homes and offices, and and just sharing a bit of our hearts. So, thank you. <laughs> the audience and for watching and putting up i would also put my free ebook on relationships so you can keep building on on the heart account which are your relationships relationships to sell at the rest of the world so uh you can keep living your best life thank you again thank you god let's have an amazing hump day <laughs> ciao <laughs> oh yeah this is gonna take a minute Thank you for listening to this episode of the Get Naked Show with Dr. Aura. If you want to contact my guests, you can do so in the links below. And if you feel stuck in your life and you want to know if Get Naked to Thrive is the right program for you, please contact me to schedule a free discovery call. Remember, we all want the same thing, to be heard, to be loved, to make a difference in this world and live our best lives. So let's start using all these tools so we can rise together. I hope you have a blessed day and see you in the next episode of the Get Naked Show.